back to episode number 68 of the Pint of Politics podcast. We're getting through these episodes very, very slowly now that it's on a monthly basis, but there we go. It right. is what you it know is. What? December's going to be 69 though, so that's okay. You're not allowed to talk yet. I haven't introduced you yet. Hi guys, I'm, it's Sam here. I'm joined by Sam Howard. How are you, Sam? Oh, I can sp- oh yeah, mate. I'm oh, good. How are you? Yeah, you can speak now, mate. Yeah, I'm all good. I'm all good. Not too bad. Not bad. I'm also joined by our Southeast Asia correspondent, Liam Mason. How are you? Very good, thank you. Very good. Fresh off a a five-week trip and ready to go, mate. Ready to dissect some key issues. Can you call call it fresh when you got bitten by something that made you really ill? Oh, yeah, it's five. Have you got five? Have you recovered? Uh, I have recovered, yeah. Um, So you're cured of AIDS? That's yeah, cured of AIDS. Yeah, bit bitten by repeated lady boys over there did, did me no favors. Yeah. But, uh, I bet, I bet. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, bitten by a poisonous ant thirteen times more uh, poisonous than a cobra. So that's one to tell the kids. A poisonous ant. Yeah, it was. Bit, I was bitten by what's called a three cavity ant, and the third mate. Honestly, the thirteen times more poisonous than a cobra. Like when I went to the pharmacy, they were like, if you'd been bitten on your face or you were allergic, you could have gone blind. Really? Oh, mate, that'd yeah, be mate. funny. Oh, that would have been oh, mate. Be so good. good. <laughs> been, yeah, it would have been class. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, honestly, if you Google, like, these three cavity ants, mate, obviously my bites were, like, on my body, so it wasn't as bad, but I was looking at some poor, poor fuckers who'd been, like, bitten on the face and shit or, like, had, like, severely bad bites. And, bro, they looked fucked, honestly. I felt sorry for them. What is but they say, like, the daddy... three cavity ant. I'm just going to yeah. Google this to make sure you're not But they say, like, the daddy long legs is the most poisonous insect on Earth, but, like, is it poisonous? to humans so like is it is the cobra more points like if you bit by a cobra you still fuck they still fucked on you did i not send you the picture of when i'd first been bit it's not like a yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like the side of my body there's like a chunk missing from like a small ant bite that's like an entire chunk missing mate and it was like proper red raw and then all down the front of me it looked like i've been sliced by a knife mate it's it really elaborate that's a really elaborate lie i haven't heard quite an elaborate lie before yeah, exactly. It would be an elaborate lie. Um, yeah, now I've got pictures to back it up, mate. So. <laughs> <laughs> not the bite. Mm. Not the bite be committed, though. <laughs> they live in they live in fields and lawns and near water. That's not, where did it Where yeah. did it bite you on your leg? It, it, bite through. Leg. it bought me on. It bit me on like my side and then the front of my chest. I, I mean. I rolled, to be fair, the, what the pharmacy said was, like, the hotel we were staying in, Ho Chi Minh City, was, like, an absolute shithole. Um, so we, when we first got there, me and Sam just kind of looked at each other and we're like, should we go and stay somewhere else? But we're like, fuck it, we're only here for three nights. We're, like, on the main strip. Anyway, the, the windows weren't sealed properly, so I told the pharmacy, because the pharmacist was, like, asking where I was staying and stuff, and she said that they do lurk around, like, high-rise buildings, and if windows aren't sealed properly, they can just sneak in. And I got, we got in at, like, it was the first night in Ho Chi Minh, so we got in at, like, half five in the morning, six o'clock in the morning, because some bars there are 24 hours. So we were just nailing beds, like, playing pool and shit. And then, obviously, must have got in, that, and then woke up at, like, the, in the afternoon the next day or the same day. Um, and then I just had these, like, fucking weird bites on me, and I was like, what the fuck is that? Um, and then, yeah, that's obviously when um, I went to the pharmacy. The first pharmacist, like, fobbed me off some proper shit gel he's like oh it's just mosquito bites i was like that is not a mosquito bite man like what the fuck and then the, it was only like the third pharmacy that i went to when they were like nah you've been bitten by this ant so obviously i started looking into it all and that and i was like what the fuck this is actually like seriously poisonous well there we go uh that is that that's uh 
I guess, a good reason to avoid Southeast Asia. That and the fact oh. that Liam has been there. <laughs> Definitely not. We're going, going back in June. Going back, uh, going back with my bird. She's here. She's all excited, ready for it, and taking her. Right, uh, mate, that means more fucking videos. That's more spam. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, well, at least mate. it might. At least it might not be as like heavy. You know I mean, I don't imagine Lauren oh. will be like out until like five in the morning. I mean, I could be wrong, but you know what I mean. I was getting like videos of you Non-stop. on mo- mopeds threatening to knock out Scottish people for being racist. Like. <laughs> He did deserve it though, mate. The guy was a complete bellend. Yeah, that was, <laughs> yeah. He was He was just like your typical had too many drinks old fucker. But the thing that surprised me is he was a Celtic fan. So usually um, you Celtic fans are quite like liberal and left wing. But yeah, he literally just like, came, we were just watching the F1. So it was quite late over there. Just It was towards the end of the night. So just having a few games of pool. And, I was ch- and at first we were chatting to him and he was sound. And then he just looked at me and just went, do you not think that, D- that Lewis Hamilton is a dirty N-word? And I was like, what? <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I was just like, excuse me. And then he was just like going on. He's like, the blacks are taking over and stuff like this. And I was like, what? I was like, this is going to take a fucking turn for the worst. So I was going to leave it because the guy was like 70. And then I'd had a few beers and I met this Russian guy. And he was like, no, fuck this guy. Let's go back in and tell him what for. So I was like, yeah, all right then, mate. So we went back in and then, yeah, obviously I wasn't going to do anything because he was an old man. But I definitely let him know um, that what he said was fucking bullshit. You know what I mean? I should have knocked him out, you pussy, yo. Mate, he was like 65, 70. He was like an old one. No, no surrender. Like... <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, we did. But like when we were being sound of him, when he said he's a Celtic fan, we were getting the Russian to say to him, Mom the Jers and shit. And it, <laughs> like, the Russian didn't have a clue what he was on about, but the Scottish guy was like, fuck off, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Right. We could probably we'll, we could probably make a whole episode and more out of all Liam's stories from his travels. I mean, we could have definitely made a whole documentary of all the videos that he sent us. But um, <laughs> but anyway, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about politics. Oh, we're here to talk about beer first as well, actually. Sam, what are you drinking? It's embarrassing. Um, Tell everyone. It's embarrassing. Liam's going to hate me. Um, so I came home today from Leeds, you know, back for the weekend. Yeah. Yeah, that's what the uh, the it's Wednesday. Would, hang on, hang on. It's Wednesday. What do you mean you're back the for the weekend? Well, the gig's tomorrow night, so back for right. a gig tomorrow night. I'll probably come back later. Okay. So I face Sunday night today's. Um, yeah, and uh, the uh, the parents have only gone and got M and S lager in. Yeah, yeah. A bit too close. M and S own brew lager. M S. Yeah, own brown lager. With like, how much is a four pack of them? It can't. I don't know, man. But it's it's really nice actually. Is it all right? Yeah. You know, it's like the cops office just says toast on it. This just says lager on it, but it's actually Belgian. Hey, yeah, it's all right. Nice. Liam, are you drinking anything or just water? Just on the water, mate. I've just I had think... five. To be fair, though, a few shout outs to a few of the beers over there. Um, shout out to me. Saigon Red. Saigon listeners. Red. Yeah, Saigon Red, Saigon Green. They were two solid. Um, I also my favourite one though was one called Huda, which um, will give a little bit of background to it. The reason it's called Huda is because it's pre- it's brewed in Hue, which is like a city. It's like the fifth biggest city in Vietnam or something. Um, but in Denmark, they the people in Denmark call um, their country Denmark, and it's basically owned by Carlsberg. So it's called Huda because it's Hue, but it's like a Danish-owned company. Interesting. So, nice. Pointless knowledge there for you if you ever get asked. Very that. pointless knowledge. That's never yeah, going to come. That's pub, mate, that's pub quiz knowledge. That's pub quiz knowledge. But there you go. You wanted me. I'm not drinking, so I thought I'd chat a couple of beers. So yeah, them Fair three: Saigon Red, Saigon um, Green, and um, Huda. Well, maybe we'll make one of those the beers beer of the week this week because I because I am drinking a beer that I uh, in the last few weeks am now ideologically opposed to. Um, so my dad, <laughs> well, my dad. <laughs> 
right? He, my dad, he's he's bought me a gift, right? He bought me a, a a beer advent calendar, so it's like twelve beers. But it just so happens to be from a company who I now who I've sort of really grown a bit of a distaste towards over the last few Brew months. Dog. Yeah. Uh, let's call them uh, unbrewed cat. Um, oh, mate, yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I mean, I just I don't like I don't like the the whole organization. I don't really like the CEO. I don't like. I think they're all just a bunch of wankers. Um, so I am I am drinking that. Um, but it's not, I'm not going to make. Cat. But the thing is, yeah, the thing is, right? It's I am just going to drink them. Obviously, I'm not going to not drink. I'm not that much of a mad bastard. You know what I mean? It's already been bought, but I'm not going to shout it out on the podcast. It'd be rude. It'd be rude not to. I'm not going to shout yeah, out on the podcast. There, there's a beer, mate. Your dad's already made the grave error of purchasing them for you, so you might exactly. as well just fucking exactly. sink them. So yeah, I am. I'm, I'm, I'm having one of their horrible... Yeah, be, why is it only 12 or 24? Is that every uh, two days? Uh, 24 was a bit big, isn't it? But maybe. Plus, you don't, probably don't want to promote alcoholism. Yeah. <laughs> every it's 24 day. down every in one day. night. Yeah. Um, and then everyone... And then, and then on, you know, like when you get an advent calendar on Christmas Day, you get like the best chocolate. On Christmas Day with these boxes, so you actually get 34 beers. So 24 yes. beers, and you've got to take 10 for breakfast on Christmas Day. Yeah. That's standard, isn't it? So there we go. That's, um, I'm not, I'm not going to promote it and it tastes horrible. Um, yeah, I think it tastes like shit anyway. On top of all the fact that the owners of Bellend and the company are a bunch of cunts, the, um, the beer actually tastes like ass as well. I fucking don't like it, mate. I've missed all this. What's got on with Unbrew Cat? I don't know. It's just like the CEO is a bit of a knobhead. Like he, they was a big, there was a big thing. Um, like I think probably about a year ago now where um, all that, those of the employees signed a letter saying that the work environment's toxic. They work too hard. It's just, it's a horrible place to work. Well, I, know, he, but I know they're pretty, I know they're in Scotland, but like, that's, yeah. No reason. It was that shit about the World Cup as well, where they were like, "We're taking a stand." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, just, it's, just pure like, it's just yeah, pure they, virtue signaler, isn't it? Yeah, they like basically right. did loads of adverts here, um, saying we're taking a stand against Qatar, and then it actually turned out that they'd signed like a multi-million pound deal for selling beer. Something in to Qatar. do with Qatar. <laughs> in Qatar, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. Mate. yeah, he's an obed. He's an obed. So anyway, that's that's a that's story that. for another day. Let's get into the actual beef of the podcast. They're, the World Cup is going on at the moment it is ongoing to be fair what, what were the final scores in the uh the uh, games i think mexico tuned up oh it's not it's not enough. finished yet either yeah, this, this game this game's going to yellow cards mate so the, to see who qualifies out of mexico and poland it's going to yellow cards because they both scored That's got the, the exact the exact same amount because we at the moment so we've got either the winner of france and bob poland or argentina right if we beat if we beat senegal that is no we've got france because france have got a play yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah wrong, yeah, wrong yeah, side France, of the. The France play either Mexico or Poland. I think they play Mexico, aren't they? Well, as it, as it stands, as it I stands, Argentina. Be, no, 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 no. As it stands, they'll be playing Poland in the next round. So it'll be France, Poland. Are Poland going through there? As it stands, yeah, yeah, Ooh, as it stands. So anyway, World Cup's on at the moment, uh, as we know. England already through. Um, we're not here to talk about football. We're here to talk about the disgusting human rights abuses in Qatar. So, I mean, obviously, like this is an issue, right, that has been going on for quite some time. It, it, we've known that Qatar is going to be hosting the World Cup for over 10 years now. And obviously, it's only just recently, you know, it's only, it's only just happened. It's only just, it seemed like a long way off at the time, and now it's happening. And it, all, the, all these, you know, issues of contention have been really, you know, pulled up and brought into the limelight, right? Um, 
So again, I mean, I don't really know. I'm not going to ask you like what you guys think of human rights abuses and like dead migrant workers, and because I'd like to hope no one's going to be like, oh, I fucking love a bit of that me. But I, I just, I've, I've seen a lot of like difference of opinion here, and I think the main issue of contention is, is whether we should just as outsiders to their culture, whether we should just go over there and just accept their customs and accept their tradition as we might expect them to do if they came over to our country. What are your thoughts on that, Sam? Um, it's, diff- I, it's, I mean, it's difficult. I think the whole premise of like, particularly the England squad, there's all this talk about us boycotting it or the England team boycotting it. Um, and like, no, 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 we're going to go over there. We're going, there are reasons we're going over there so we can, we'll play obviously, we'll play, hopefully prepared to win. But if we can further the discussion in their own country, by like for example wearing the one of our man then that's good that's a good thing but as soon as it a day before the kick or the day of the first game they're like oh no we're not wearing anymore because harry k might get yellow card it kind of nullifies any argument they had of going over there in the first place um so yeah i just think it's it's a, it's a sticky one uh because they the whole process of them going over there was they've got a furthest conversation but at the first sign of any sort of trouble they step back fairly quickly yeah yeah exactly and and i mean ultimately the thing for me is that i you know i don't think anyone was ever actually going to boycott it that was the main thing it was all a lot of like noise a lot of noise about about you know i can't name a single obviously i can't name a single team who boycotted it i can't name a single journalist or pundit at least on a high profile level yeah, who who's boycotted it? You know what I mean, though. Yeah. So, well, I mean, what do you make of it, Liam? Do you think do you buy into the fact that you can go over there and still partake in it and still profit from it if you're a journalist and criticize it at the same time? What do you think of the point? That's the point that likes that Gary Neville has made where when he's been questioned on it. What what do you think about that? I think it is a bit hypocritical in a way to <clears throat> to boycott it, but at the end of the day, everyone's a hypocrite because we're here now slagging it off, and I guarantee we've all been watching it. Oh, it's not a single yeah. minute. No, yeah, I've watched it. Do you know what I mean? We've all yeah. watched yeah. it. So we're up... the thing with this, right, is that point about this is their culture, you have to respect it. I get that in a way. So say, say for example, if you go on holiday there, um, if you were like a gay person, for example, you probably would choose not to go on holiday there because you know that their laws are um, not catered to who you are as a person. And whether you agree with that or not, that is their law. It's The difference with the World Cup is, the World Cup is about bringing everyone together. And the fact that they rewarded it when they do have such sort of shocking laws about people being gay, for example, that, that is, that's where the issue lies with me. It's not the fact that Qatar... Ha- obviously, it is an issue that Qatar has those laws. But the fact that, that somewhere that has those laws has been awarded a World Cup, which is supposed to be for everyone, is where the issue lies with FIFA. Um, I mean, there's been loads of examples of Qatari people who said, if you're gay, if you come here, you're not going to be persecuted for it. Because at the end of the day, can you imagine if if like a gay couple went over there and he like did something horrific, it'd be on the front page of... They can't afford to do anything. Yeah, happen. they can't afford to yeah. do something like that. So they, they kind of turned a blind eye to it a little bit. Um, not that I'm defending them, but yeah, it's it's a sticky one. Like I say, if there's obviously people who are Qatari or any, any say, like devout Muslim country where it's illegal to be gay there. There's obviously people in that country who are gay, who were born there, who are gay. It's a fact. Like It's just a fact that there are going to be people there who are gay, but just have to hide it because they're scared of coming out. And that in itself is sad, right? That is sad. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so 
it's it's sticky because obviously, like you say, when it's people visiting there, you can sort of understand it a little bit more because you would just avoid there if you're choosing to go on holiday. But with football, that's about bringing the world together. We should be choosing mm. countries that that cater for any type of person going to. Mm. Really, but I mean, I, yeah, I guess that I, I agree with you on that point, but. I guess the counterpoint that a lot of um, people who are, you know, jump into the defense of Qatar, the counterpoint that they've made is that, you know, other countries where, you know, these major tournaments are going to be and have been aren't necessarily perfect themselves. You know, I think, I think it's a fair point in that is the wet and I'm by no means defending Qatar here. I think it's an abhorrent regime with with abhorrent beliefs that, that don't align with, with mine at all. But there is something to be said about the fact that, the West is very quick to act as the sort of moral oh, arbitrators yeah. of, and you know, we we are the the spirit level against which to test your morality. When the next World Cup is going to be in, you know, in the USA, Mexico, and Canada, and you know, USA as a country, as we know, and as we've discussed in this podcast quite a few times, has so many, you know, issues and so many you know, human rights abuses, a long, long history of, you know, inflicting suffering upon other nations um, and still has problems nowadays. Obviously, it's it's much better than Qatar, I would say, but, you know, you could make the same argument for countries in the West. So I, I guess maybe at that point it becomes... Qatar? Well, I mean, that's what I mean. I've, it's, not, it's, seen Qatar, I've not seen Qatar um, fucking invade the West relentlessly and drop bombs on fucking schools and shit. Do well, you know what I mean? Well, that's what I mean. So... So I think I think the worst of the states has done it inter- like internally, right? Ignore any external things that they have created. Internally, it's a slave trade. They haven't done that in two hundred years. So I think the only thing counter I'd throw to the look at us with the West, we're more high ground now. It's like, yeah, cool. We have this support history two hundred years ago. It's not if if we were commissioning these acts twenty five years ago. Let's say we just we just like done the slave trade act. Mm. We're like, right, cool, we're done with that now. And now the World Cup's been held guitar and we're suddenly jumping to the defence. Then it's like, hang on, but this was 200 years ago where yeah. we're committing these abhorrent acts. It's not as if we're doing it I, I'm not. I'm, I'm not just talking about, you know, things like slavery that are obviously historical. Oh, no, 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 colonialism, all this stuff as well. Uh, even, I mean, even, just, even just stuff that's going on at the moment in America, you know, even, even recently they've got really, really horrible, they've got horrific gun crime, they've got horrific... You know issues with um with police brutality, which we've seen especially over the last few years. You know there is issues of institutional racism in the U.S. still, and and so I I, I agree. You know it's not by no means is you know it fair I guess to to judge a nation solely on its past, which is obviously behind them. It's behind. But I say you still still need to recognise it. It's a different debate to be fair, but. I think ultimately there is something to be that, said. That gay club got shot up in America. So the, the, we're there saying, oh, it's, it's illegal to be gay in Qatar. Yeah. A lot of people said in America, it's an abhorrent thing to be gay as well. Hi, but that was, but that's I guess the difference. That's not coming yeah. from the regime. That's coming from... Yeah, yeah, yeah. true, true. That's, that's the difference. From abhorrent individuals. It's not coming from the very top. That's where they... I think that's, for me, that's where the debate... You can argue like, there might be people who... <laughs> The thing is, when they, I know this is going off topic a bit, but when they did the whole um, the, the abortion thing recently in America, there was noise from the top saying that the next thing that they're going after is like the right to marry another man. So, mm. I mean, there is people at the top who still have this, these beliefs, maybe not as much as Qatar, where it's like they're all on the same boat with it. But yeah, America, the last person who can be pointing fingers saying fucking me, me, me um, about anyone really. And you are right, like, no, no one is perfect, no country is perfect. It's, yeah. I, 
the West, I think that there's been a lot of virtue signaling going on. There's definitely points that needed to be made, but I think that there's been a lot of virtue signaling. Like people like Gary Lineker, for example, how much is he getting paid to be in Qatar at the minute? Just saying him because he's pops on TV. Yeah. He's getting paid a fuckload to be out there. And he's there going, oh, this, this and this. But he's still out there getting paid a good wage to be there. The first BBC, like the, the, the opening ceremony of the BBC, it was they, they barely they, they showed the opening ceremony, but then any time I went to the panel, they were just doing like said virtue signaling. Yeah, exactly. And I said, like, but they, yeah, and uh, I mean for us watching it, it's being shown. If it was on Sky BT, you might see some more people being like, "Right, we're going to watch it," but it's it's free on TV. We're not yeah. putting us watching it. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Putting... It's, it's it's not again. It's one of those things where everyone's a hypocrite to an extent, right? So I uh, we don't we all we all don't agree that it should be in the World Cup should be in Qatar, right? But like we say, ultimately, we're still going to watch it. Ultimately, we're still going to consume the content associated with the World Cup. And like, that's the majority of people as well. You know what I mean? Uh, unless unless it was, I, I don't know. I don't know where I draw the moral line at not watching my team in the in in a, you know, major. I think if they're playing, I, I think I'll probably be watching it. I can't. Be, I, I, I've got to be Belgrave honest. Belgrave and Leeds aren't showing it. I've got to be honest. Saving. Yeah, I know. So I think I've seen some pubs who have refused to show it. Fair enough. I mean, yeah. they're, they're taking a hit to their profits or whatever, but whatever. Yes. Um, I, I, I honestly, if if ISIS hosted a World Cup, I would probably watch it. I can't. I, I've got to be honest. I probably would. I probably would watch it. You yeah. know what I mean? I just love yeah. football. Like, World, got, Cup, World Cup, World Cup twenty thirty four in Afghanistan. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, the not, Taliban. North Korea could host it, oh. and I would, I would, I would probably still watch it. I couldn't bring oh, myself yeah. to not watch it. I couldn't bring myself to know. England if it's on playing yeah, in a major tournament yeah. and not watch it, you know what I mean. Here's one for you, right? Say, say if MK Dons, say ISIS <laughs> became like billionaires. <laughs> okay. Say if ISIS found like an oil patch over wherever they're still going, and they became multi-billionaires and they bought MK Dons and they started like, but they bought MK Dons to the point where you got to the Champions League. Would you be going to European away days if they were bought by ISIS? <laughs> yes, yes, he, um... <laughs> yes, he would. Yes, he would. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> like, got, who's the current manager? That Manning. If they took him live on television as their announced video, they beheaded him and replaced him with like <laughs> Jurgen Klopp, and they're like, right, we're going for it. Would you? Would you? That's a hypothetical question, and I don't answer. <laughs> <questions. laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, anyway, back to Qatar. Uh, another. Murderous regime. No, it's fair. I don't think they really murder anyone. Oh, they murder oh, oh, they migrant workers. Migrant only, workers. only the six and a half thousand workers. <laughs> I see. I see the good. I see the good. Uh, I see the good um, guy that guy doing stand up comedy and saying, "Oh, you know, Qatar. You've probably seen this joke, so it's a bit of a recycled one." But oh, like the Qataris have been lying about the attendances. You know, saying about so eight, eighty-one thousand five hundred and eighty thousand capacity stadium, and but people are forgetting. They're including all the migrant workers that are buried in the foundations. <laughs> that is poor. It's poor. It's in very poor taste. But yeah, anyway, so it's obviously, it's like we say, I think our moral sort of compass when it comes to politics is diluted by things that we care about. And we are very fickle as people. And I think ultimately, I can't blame the likes of Gary Neville for taking a payday. Because I imagine it's quite a loop. Oh, I can, I can to an extent, you know. But no, no. But my next point is going to be, but he so has but. been, he has been shouting so, so, that's so my, loud that's about my, it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I won't sit here and be like, like, obviously we've been, we've been criticizing them, right? But ultimately, I can't. 
claim to hate it that much that I won't watch football, right? Mm. And that's fair enough. That's how I'll die. And I will happily say I'm not, I'm not, I'm convicted that what they do is wrong, but I don't think it's wrong enough that it will get in the way of me doing something that I enjoy doing, which is mm. watching football, right? Mm. Gary Neville is choosing to die on the hill of, well, I'm going to go over there and criticise them and make a point. Is when, he, have I got when news he's, there? When he's, yeah, yeah, when he's directly profiting off of it as well. Like, I'm not profiting off it. I'm not making any money off of it. It'd be a bit be a bit worse, maybe, if I was, and, I, and I'm criticising it. He's actually, like, making money from them. Indirectly, he's making money from the Qataris. While at the same time, it's like he's, like, biting the hand that feeds him mm. to an extent. And it just, yeah. it just stinks of hypocrisy and... The fact that and the fact that he's you know like and yeah that that clip of him on Have I Got News for You is really good if anyone's seen it. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. When he gets really put under pressure there, and he goes because yeah, he, go, he goes, oh, there's two options. I could not go and say nothing, or I go and make a point. And someone goes, like, and yeah. Ian Hislop goes, or oh, you could not go Stay, and make yeah. a point. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like it's it's so it's Gary it's, Neville, like, yeah. And there's a whole um, was it Joe Lyser as well? Yeah, with Beckham, he was never Beckham was never going to take that. Um, like suddenly cancel not to go to the World Cup but he's been the ambassador of it for fucking like five years yeah, exactly. he, was, I, I, he was always going to go but Joe Lysett like be, like doing that all that shit like, I'm going to shred the five ground he was, he's, it's already going to charity whatever but that further the conversation like right look come on yeah I don't know how I don't know how I feel about it to be to be 100% honest I, my my inkling is that you, you're a hypocrite if you're going to you know what I mean at least go if you're going to be directly profiting and making money off it then you know, what I mean, I feel like it's different criticizing them when we're over here, but we're still consuming it. I mean, we're still hypocrites, just not as much. Is yeah, that like, how? Is, is that if they turn that off, it'd be hands of the hammer, and I know what I prefer to watch. It's like a, it's like a hypocrite, it's like a hypocrite scale here that we that we're working. I think we're yeah. we're towards the more diluted end. Yeah. Um, yeah whereas yeah, Gary yeah. Neville's on a sort of fifteen percent ABV. He's yeah, he did a Champions League position. Beer. Yeah, 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 he is, yeah. yeah. So there we go. But I, I guess in the Champions League position. I guess yeah. I mean is there any more any more comments on on Qatar that that we have or any um where we watch it uh where we watch it Sunday night? I don't know, mate, to be honest. Um <laughs> are you are you are you gonna go out? Uh probably, yeah, I think so. I'll I'll, watching, now, I'll I'll now our listeners just get to hear yeah. our, our plan <laughs> on Sunday. I don't know what I don't know what I'm gonna do for it to be honest yet, because honestly, I quite enjoyed watching it at home last night. And obviously Sunday night's mm. a school night, and it's only Senegal, so like we should win that. Oh, mate, oh I know. No, I mean we should win though. On oh, page, right, should. Mate. Oh yeah, mate, mate, ten to one. Go on. Ten to one. <laughs> yeah, 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 I don't, mate, not ten to one, five to one. Oh, it's gonna be tough, mate. I don't think it's, I don't think it's guaranteed. It's, yeah, it's not guaranteed. Obviously, it's football, but but we should win. And so I don't know if I want to have a big one for it because I got work on Monday. Anyway. We'll talk about we're, I think we're going to Boxing Town. So if you want to come, we'll go Boxing. We're going Boxing Town. Oh no, that's literally the worst place. <laughs> it's so expensive. Yeah, but mate, you earn, mate. You're on forty grand a year. Chill out. Forty grand a year? <laughs> Am I? I oh, know forty-five grand a year. Sorry, absolutely not. <laughs> uh, I fucking wish I was. Anyway, um, cool guitar, World Cup football. Yeah, lads. Um, Anyway, oh, we, oh, I've got the, the my points mixed up. Anyway, uh, has anyone got a tweet of the week? Yes, I've got a few. Uh, do yeah, because you, you send them all to me. So yeah, anyway, go hey, on, I get, hey, I get a few as well. I live and go. Right, let me get them up. I've, all right, I've got what? a video. That's all I've got. What is it? 
It's the people singing the Jack Lewis chant. Singing oh, the what? It's the no, 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 no. I refuse to let you play that. Oh, no, no I'll play it. No. Oh. I can't hear it. Thank God. Can you hear it? No. <laughs> Lucky. Why is it working? Oh, well, well, you missed out then. It was no, we didn't miss that. I've heard horrendous. it. It's horrific. It's horrendous. Right. So the first one was, um, did, did you hear Graham Souness when he, he someone put a picture of him with Johan Cruyff? And they asked Graham Souness about it. And he said, I'm sure Johan Cruyff doesn't remember playing against me. So someone tweeted him, <laughs> I'm sure Johan Cruyff doesn't remember playing against me. And they thought, well, considering he's dead, you're probably right, Graham. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a bit of sarcasm. And then this other one was good as well. Did you see about that that firefighter, the German one, who's uh, like pretty fit? And it was a tweet. It's a Germany's hottest firefighter winner says she will remain loyal to saving lives. And someone put a tweet of like SpongeBob on fire saying, waiting for her after lighting my own house on fire. And some, some old bag replied saying, I'm 75 and I did that back in 1982 to try and meet this firefighter guy. But I only ended up with a burnt home and a mother of two instead of mother of four. But, <laughs> but I got through it and learned a lesson. <laughs> I killed two of my siblings or killed my siblings. So sad. In it, like what the fuck? My one, my, my one is one that you sent me, which is quite good. Um, I, I, so Simon Roundtree, I, I think it's a fake journalist account that as well. To be fair, um, absolutely disgraceful scenes here at the Albiot Stadium. England supporters are throwing paper airplanes at USAN while repeatedly chanting 9/11, and someone, an American, replies. Remember when you guys lost 13 colonies to a bunch of farmers in wigs? Because I do. And then someone replied to that with, do you remember when your lot flew to Asia to get done by rice farmers with rusty AK-47? <laughs> 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 I like yeah. that one. That was good. When the Yanks try and mix it with the Brits on Twitter with insults, it's just, they it's just, just can't uh, do it, mate. We're just mate, far too, we're just far too disgusting yes, and violent yeah. in this country. You just can't mix it with us, mate. We're, we're too mate, at, the, uh, at the pub on Friday night, there was, like half people there if anyone like a fat garden like half people chanting there were two twin towers in the air and I was like oh Ooh. come on <laughs> rough old do that but it's like rough. it's sort of like a group of lads we've clearly been drinking like midday they can barely say tin towers tin towers like that yeah and then um, can barely say how many tins have you had Sam twin um, there we go yeah um good that yeah and then like and then like just spread like half people chanting like oh come on boys get off it yeah, I'll bet, I'll bet that's what your reaction was, you horrible man. No, 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 no. I could barely say Twin Towers, it's fine. You were the one who started it. No, 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 no. Right. That so, whole, that, 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 if you fancy a laugh as well, this one's one more that you have to read at home, guys. But if you fancy reading a uh, an entire thread about people saying that Hitler had drip, that's quite, <laughs> that's quite a read as well. People putting like, you can tell that Hugo Boss uh, designed the uniforms and someone put the, uh, you know, like the big uh, Gestapo leather jacket. Yeah. Like, the uniforms were so badass if they were made by Hugo Boss. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. And people are like, are we actually glorifying Nazi uniform here? And people are like, people are like, obviously not, but you can't say they didn't have drip. It's like, what the fuck is going on? Twitter? And it's like, hang on. Hang on a minute, guys. Mate, the cesspit of Twitter is something else. It was a funny read, though. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, <laughs> yeah the drip. And it's like Hitler walking down, putting his little fucking coat on. A point. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> awful. What an awful place. I love it. Um, 
All right. I mean, next, I was going to, I had a bit sort of penciled in this bit. I don't really know what I was going to do with it. Because obviously normally we do House of Commoners and then that died. Just like the yeah. Queen. <laughs> um, oh, Sam. It's, Sam, I'm sorry. Don't. He's literally running. He's walking. Out. He's gone off camera. He's gone off I'm camera. I'm right here. I'm right here. For our listeners, he's gone off camera. Oh, no. Sam. No. <sighs> Let's move on because a very interesting survey was published by the Office for National Statistics uh, this week. You might have seen it, uh, a bit of you know information about it, a bit of a few articles about it. Um, the main like headline was that the UK is no longer Christian or majority Christian, should I say, um, for the first time ever, I assume. Which I think um, is quite big, quite big news. Is it big news? Why do you think it's big news, Sam? Oh, no, I just always think of England, the UK as... Are you, predominantly... a, are you a Christian? I think I'm, I'd say I'm agnostic. Agnostic? So no, yeah. <laughs> Start to answer, answer my question. Yeah, so no. Yeah, fucking, um, poli- yeah, fucking politician. Um, um, yeah, but I just thought, I still think it's quite a shock. Well, not a shock. It's not a shock. Like, I think it's like, just evolution, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's, I think it's, yeah, yeah. it's only old people who are Christians, really. Do you ever meet anyone our age who's like, yeah, I'm a Christian? Not really. Not I know like a couple, but that's from like from work, but yeah. You're more likely to get, like, in my experience, especially since moving to Manchester, you're more likely to get approached by, like, a Mormon who's our age and be like, hey, have you heard the word of Christ? Yeah, you get some proper freaks, don't you? I'm not surprised at the religion thing, to be honest. It's not a surprise for me. I, I think, ultimately, religion is something that's, I, I, I think... It's fading, yeah. I think it's an outdated concept for a lot of people, you know. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't really see the need. A lot of people, I mean, I I, I, I agree with people's right to, to religion. I, I, you know, complete support freedom of religion. If you want to, if you want to believe in that, if, if that's, you know, if you feel very strongly that, that that's, you know, something you'd like well, and you believe in. For children. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, or you're just realistic and accept that when you die, you feel nothing and it's, you don't know anything and it's blackness for the rest of your life and all of yeah, eternity. Nobody well, cares. Um, so, <laughs> but you know, I don't care. So ultimately, the religion side, the religion thing is not really a big, like you say, I think it, it we're becoming a much more secular society. Is that the right word? Yeah. Um, right. Sec- here it is. <laughs> secular, don't, yes, fuck yes. It. don't you fucking gaslight me. Um, it's we're becoming a more secular society in the sense that, you know, obviously we're not, religion's not as big of a, a factor in people's lives. It's not as important for a lot of people. And I think just generally just people are, are getting cleverer. So probably don't. <laughs> no, I, no, I just think, no, I, like I said, it wasn't a shock. I think it's quite a big deal for you, you from your tradition, from what the traditional Tory perspective. I didn't actually see what percentage was it's it. It's gone down to like forty three or something. Yeah, forty three. But that's it's just people. Like, that's some... just people as well who like identify who would say they're Christian. So that's just people as well who might just be. If Christian. I saw the thing is, if I saw on the box, if I saw on the box to religion, I would probably tick t- Christian. Just because you're, just because you're Christian. Because I've been christened and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah that's what I mean. Like, I'm, I'm, in in church, like, I'm in a church. I'm in a church. I've been in church for like six years, six, seven years. And yet here you are shagging before marriage. Disgusting. Hey, six, seven years ago, I hadn't shagged before marriage, so it was okay. That's fine then, mate. Don't worry about it. Um, We're all good. I think the more the more interesting factor about so so the Office of National Statistics did did the census data and you know as part of the census you might have filled it out that it went round sort of well you should have filled it out I think it's the law um, yeah, fine, yeah. It, went, it went out in like 2020 I think or 2021 uh, and they they ask you loads of questions about how you identify in terms of religion and national identity and that sort of thing I think the national identity thing is quite interesting from a personal point of view so if I was to ask you 
Liam, both of you. So if I was to ask you, Sam, firstly, what is your national identity? What would you say you are? White British. Yeah, white British. You'd say British. White yeah. British, yeah. That's no, is it like oh. no, I didn't ask for your ethnicity. I asked for your right. like, oh, which English. Oh. I would say English. You'd yeah, say, I'd English. say English. Yeah. Would you? Yeah. In- yeah. Fair enough. English. See, I'd say British. Not because because I, I've got like, a massive Rangers fan. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, because I've got a lot of um no, just because I've got mixed heritage, obviously. Like I've got a like a lot of I mean, oh, mixed. I say, I say, I say, mixed in what is like very white, but you know what I mean. It's, <laughs> it's, English, it's English, it's English and Scottish. So, but I, I am English ultimately. Like I, I you know, I'm, I'm not one of those pricks who's like, oh, I want all the home nations to do well at the Euros. Like that's bollocks. Like, I want us to batter Wales. I enjoyed last night very oh, much. Um, yeah, you know what I mean. So, but I do, I would say I'm British, but I'd, I'd probably say British and English. You know what I mean? I could say, yeah, either. yeah. Yeah, I I agree. I I think like, I... if if someone asked me where are you from or um like yeah yeah where are you from I would say England or if someone was like oh what nationality are you I'd say English I wouldn't say British. Yeah, yeah I, the only I, time some... I'd ever say British is if you're doing you know when you've got to fill stuff out online and it says what it always says white British and I put yeah. white British yeah for that yeah. because that's the only option. If I could put it, I'd be like fucking Northern English would be my. Uh, would be my choice, <laughs> but obviously that, that's not an option. So Northwest English, fuck you. <laughs> Yeah, North exactly. England. <laughs> England. Yeah. <Never> <laughs> well, well, it's it's interesting to look at the statistics for national identity, right? So, and it, it's interesting to compare them with when their last was a census, which was 2011. Um, so the number of people who identify now as only British, so don't identify as, uh, you know, British and English, anything else, just say they're British, has gone up from 19% of the population, one nine to 54% of the population. So like an, an extra 22 million identifies as only British, which is interesting. Uh, people who identify as only English has is, is done the complete opposite and gone down from 57% to foot to 15%, one five. So that's gone down really dramatically there. So, I mean, I don't really understand. I, I mean, there is probably explanatory factors to this. And, you know, it's interesting that, that people now, I guess people are feeling more, British, all encompassing British rather than English solely. When when was the consensus done? Was it after the Queen died? It was done in no, it was done last year. I was gonna say, because that might have something to do with people now saying that they feel more British. I uh, maybe I think what the first thing that came to my head was and that was something that's the, the main issue that's affected national identity in that time is probably Brexit, no. So I mm-hmm. think maybe that, that that's potentially explains the the lean back towards feeling british you know what i mean we i feel british because you know we are now as a united front out of the eu and it also might be a response to um the increasing calls for like nationalism in scotland people might think well actually no i quite like britishness as a concept and i I quite i want it to to be something that, that remains and something that's that's strengthened even though britishness is complete bullshit just throwing that one out there. It doesn't mean anything because it means it's got so many different caveats. You can't possibly have an all-encompassing national identity for for yeah, something that's you know what I mean. If something that's did you see the um... four nations are so different as well. I mean, Northern Irish people, Scottish people, Welsh people, English people are all very culturally different. I think we might all be sort of majority white heritage um, in terms of yeah, you know what I mean. Um, mm. But overall, we're very very different culturally. But are we as different as the fucking language, mate? How are we as different as the apart from the language point? Are we as different as the west coast of 
well, California versus Texas. No. Like, like something like that. Well, is, I don't, is know, anything, I don't is, know, actually. No, but I think apart from, I would make the main point, like I said, apart from the language, I'd argue the biggest difference between, like, physical, like, apart from maybe, okay, language and politics, I'd argue that the, apart from English, England, the other three nations on the whole are probably more left-leaning, left-leaning than the rest of, well, than England. I'm just saying on the whole, on, on the whole. Northern Ireland, mate, I reckon if you said that in some I know, place, apart from Belfast. <laughs> yeah, okay, apart from, okay, but, yeah, well, Scotland I and think Wales, compared Scotland and Wales, and then you compare like Texas with kind of, I think in any in any country. Yeah, we we are a small country. Yeah, we are. But any country you're going to have like South of France versus Dove, look, Dover, Dunkirk. There we are. Right. Those like anyway, you're going to have all different cuts. All guns, French. Bad, exa- <laughs> bad, bad example. Bad example. But like anyway, you're going to have. You're going to have disparities in beliefs, disparities of. Yeah, of course, yeah. 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 I'd like to point uh, out as well that the sorry, this census is only England and Wales. It doesn't include Scotland. Oh really? Oh, brilliant! All right, I've just real, I've just realised this. <laughs> oh, brilliant! Um, you managed to vote leave then. You are. <laughs> Did the Sturgeon manage to get away? She's even swearing mm-hmm. consensuses now. Let not alone, uh, not just, quite. She can't, mate. She wishes. She wishes. That's fair. That's what we could talk about as well. A little, a little thing. What? Scott, well, the Supreme Court ruled that Scotland can't have a referendum about Westminster consent. Oh, yeah, I saw that actually. That's mental. Yeah, that's, no, I that's guess, brilliant. Well, uh, I don't know how I feel about it, right? Because technically speaking, right, constitutionally, that is how it should work. Because ultimately, the law that they all voted in, in, on. Yeah, yeah exactly. In, in a, devol- a devolved government does not have the overarching power. Ultimately, that. The whole basis of devolution is that it can be pulled back at any point. The, the central government can. Yeah. It's not entrenched or anything. It's not, you know, uh, nothing's entrenched in the UK. Nothing. We had to have constitutional law. Nothing's entrenched. So devolution is something that can be retracted. But I don't know how comfortable I feel about a, a, a court having jurisdiction over something that is the potentially the world. But all the court were ruling on, they, 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 this is, they say, said this is their ruling. They aren't ruling whether Scotland should have the, like whether Scottish people are politically allowed to vote. It wasn't a political well, or they weren't ruling. It was a constitutional issue. They've literally looked at the law, looked at case studies, looked at precedent, and be like, given what we've had before, because we're a common law country, we us we're bound by precedent until the precedent changes. Mm. So given what's come before, they can't rule without Westminster. They can't have that precedent. Uh, sorry, that um, referendum without Westminster consent. Yeah. So it isn't a, it's, it's simply, it's not a uh, court, like a dictatorship. It's just a court going through the law. You know, line be pure line. You what are. Be pure you know, be pure bans. If if like the UK, if the British government turned around and said, "Well, England are going to have a referendum to see if we want to leave." So that was mate. So you know we're supposed to have the um, if you're a prime minister section. That was going to be my if I was prime minister, I'd have a referendum if we want Scotland. If we want Scotland, imagine. Just By the way, just for the record, I would 100% vote to keep Scotland. I'd like vote to keep Scotland, but he just shot them up for a bit. Like, right. I, 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 like, I like having Scotland as, like, Britain. But equally, I do get the fact why they're, why they're miffed, because how democratic is it? Like, if a, if a majority of people in a country, because they are their own country, want to leave something and want to... I mean, we left the EU. I know it's not quite the same, but if if that country wants to leave the UK... Should they be allowed? I kind of get why the myth. But, but they had their. I, 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 had... I like having Scotland as part of like 
a union yeah. of one I like well, I do see their point as well. I do see their argument. But they had they had the referendum six years ago. It was Not before Brexit, twenty fourteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brexit will have an impact, no doubt. Yeah, that's what I mean. They want to be but part of still, the EU, but they? they're they still remain, so. all all polling that's been done from independent sources are having uh, remain still polling above leave. So even though Scott S and P have won majorities in the general elections, every polling in the like I said independent polling that's been done, or almost all independent polling, has shown that the majority of Scottish people, from those those polled, want to remain part of the UK. There is no independent independent polling. No, there is because it's like it's not like S and P private polling or Conservative Party private polling. No. It's like it's like Ipso Mori and stuff. Yeah, fair anyway. enough. Anyway, just one more thing on this census stuff um, is the uh, yeah. Did you see what he said? Yeah, dickhead. So he come out and basically said, oh, "I'm disgusted." Well, he didn't say he's disgusted. He said it in a he sort of threw it out there like a sort of, you know, a lump of shit on the bottom of his shoe. He sort of said, he did a video and he put it on Twitter and whatever and his social media and he's saying, oh, uh, how interesting that, um, you know, wh- uh, white people are now the minority minority, minority ethnic group in, in this country. Um, in London. In London. Oh, no, sorry, in London. He said London, Manchester, Birmingham and all these other places. But did you see that someone then sent a chart back of like a breakdown of parts of London that are massively majority yeah. white? It's, he just he uses statistics to suit his agenda. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, London is the most diverse city probably in the world. And I, I think that's brilliant. Yeah, of course. That's one brilliant. of the things that makes it amazing. You've got little pockets of the world, no matter where you go in London. It, it, it is what it is. If you don't like multiculturalism, well, don't go to fucking London. Go somewhere else. I was in like Vauxhall in summer and I found a Portuguese quarter. I didn't even know it was a Portuguese yeah. quarter. They've got everything, mate. They've got yeah, like, yeah. South American areas. You've got like Afro-Caribbean areas. Obviously, you've got like proper British areas as well. That London is whatever you want it to be. Um, so it's, all this fucking bullshit about oh it's overran and it's blah 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 and all this. What do you expect? It's the capital city of England, like yeah, whether yeah, you like yeah. it or not, England. Well, it's capital city of the United Kingdom. Exactly, capital of the United Kingdom. Exactly, and it, we were yeah. like a fucking colonial. <laughs> em- we were a colonial empire, and as part of the the apology for that, we let people in from all over the world, and a lot of them are going to go to the capital city, and a lot of them have helped make this country what it is today. So. It, it's yeah, yeah. bullshit. Whatever fraudge comes out with it, just twist things to suit his narrative. And but it's he- like even yeah, you have like Sajid Davin and people retweeting him like, what? Sorry, what you're about? Did it's you see like, that Calvin Robinson as well making Enoch Powell his like banner? Oh no, no, I saw that. Oh, and and he's even quite. He, he said it. It when he's come out on clay. Well, yeah, it's because of the River of Blood speech. So it's yeah. like he's. That's the only reason he's done. It's like, what's he? Oh, you twat. Like Enoch Powell was literally referring to people like you, mate. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I was gonna say, is, yeah. is Calvin Robinson not mixed race? Yeah, yeah. he is. Yeah. And he's a and he's a sorry, going back to religion, like a bloke of the cloth. So yeah, like, like he should be like Christian. Oh right, yeah. yeah. So you know, so you know how uh Enoch Powell was obviously giving that speech about like he was giving it during yeah, the time of like Windrush generation, that sort of thing, you know, yeah. people who've you know been Oh, it was obviously po- like post-war stuff, and you know, as post-colonialism unwrapped, we we started letting these people in. I've so fucking ironic, literally, that he that he would endorse. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you're not because no, literally, I've got I've like got you. it in front of me here. Just a quick Wikipedia search. Just took me literally five seconds. His paternal grandparents were Jamaicans who immigrated to Mansfield as part of the Windrush generation. Yeah, but this guy he comes out he and he's like 
fucking toilet. How can you possibly? That is literally. That's like like having like grandparents who are Jewish and endorsing the Nazis and like yeah. far right fascists. Like, what yeah, are you yeah. doing? Like, it's complete. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh, really? they weren't so they weren't so bad. You know what I mean? What the fuck? He just comes out of absolute trash. He's a if he knocked donkey. out had his own way, Calvin Robinson wouldn't fucking He'd never exist. been born. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh yeah. But to be fair, maybe that's just a really elaborate way of Calvin Robinson admitting he's given up on life. He's admitting that he's suicidal. <laughs> Wait, is, is it's that very elaborate. It's very roundabout way. But if you think about it, he is actually expressing suicidal thoughts. He's saying oh, he so wishes, everyone, he wishes everyone he'd never been born. He's on Piers yeah. Morgan live stories in a few weeks saying, "No, so, to the bone there." So, so listen, so listen. It's just men's mental health. All right, guys, come on. We should be I'm sorry. Better than this. Sorry. Let's not criticize him. Yeah, I, yeah. Ra- I raised, I raised over a grand for men's mental health. Uh, did you, did you know that? No, nope, subtle plug. Yeah. I did. I got seven hundred pounds. I raised, I raised over a grand for. Oh, I did. Anyway, that's the end. And, that's and, the end and of I did, the and I did uh, another like three hundred quid, four hundred, five hundred quid a year later. So, so what's that? Is that in total? Was, set? was that for Calvin Robinson? Seventeen hundred. Hey, but he can go to whoever, whoever needs it. Well, I'm just, I'm just a really good guy, you know. What I mean, I don't, I don't tend to think about like where it's going to end up. I just know that it's going to a good. Hopefully, cause. it's going towards a lobotomy uh-huh. for Carlton Robinson, and it'll be everyone will be happy. <laughs> and... oh, I'm such a nice guy. Anyway, worst take of the week. Oh, to be fair, do you know what? I didn't actually know that Calvin Robinson said that because that that trumps anything I've got. Calvin Robinson's <laughs> the worst take of the week. Send me, send me that, tweet, send me the tweet or the banner or whatever he did, whatever he was saying about Enoch Powell. Does he still have it as his banner? Because he still has yeah, it. Yeah, he does. Let me find does it. it. Let me look. Yeah, right, right, right. Oh, no, he's changed it. He's, no, he's changed it. The ball job. He's changed it. He's changed it. I bet he'll be on some sort of like... I know. He's Yo, come out with a... Have you seen right. Top tweet. Here we go. Let me send it to you, uh, Connor. Why Enoch was right about my grandparents. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Have you seen... No, Calvin Robertson's up soft stack. Huh? I just, I've just seen that because he's changed it. Then, yeah, like I said, he's done that whole "Why you look was right." Fuck off! Oh, really? Calvin Robinson has got the t- yeah. What? Diversity. was a paedophile as well, you know. The top reply. The top reply is that Father Ted thing. It's I hear you're a racist now, Father. <laughs> 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 oh, he's a twat. Diversity uh, is not always a strength. In this context, diversity means fewer white people, fewer Englishmen, and fewer Christians. There are those who could celebrate that. I would call them the racists. What? Yeah. Honestly, man, these lot need to stop sniffing fucking glue. Anyway, <laughs> Calvin Robinson, worst take of the week for endorsing a man who, if he had his own way, would not have let Calvin Robertson's grandparents oh, into the country. Why Edith was right. I can't. Yeah, yeah. Goodbye him. Goodbye him. I love that level of just being thick as pig shit. It's quality. Um, anyway, right. Have you that... watched the, uh, the Troy Deeney oh. thing where he where he basically explores about like institutional racism and he interviews Calvin Robinson? Have you seen it? No, no. I'm not. No. It, it literally, like, within Troy Deeney on Calvin Robinson. That's, that's an interesting within five, crossover. Within five minutes of conversation, um, Calvin Robinson just says, Shirley, you just hate white people. And he goes, my ex-wife was white. He's like, my mum's white. He's like, I hate white people. He's like, I'm partly white. And then he's like, so why do you hate white people then? He's like, did you divorce your ex-wife because she was white? And he's like, what the fuck is going on here? Oh, mate. What a fruit loop. Yeah, he's uh, a fruit, mate. We need people fruit. like this. We need people like this to laugh at. 
Um, stand-up comedians can't do it all. Anyway, <laughs> that's where we'll wrap up episode number 68. It's been good. It's been good to have... It's 67, you know. No, it's not. You put before in the group. Episode. Yeah, I know, but that was wrong. I just hadn't updated it. I looked at oh. our actual Spotify and last. Oh, okay. oh mate, he's wrapping up. He's wrapping up. Let's Come just... on, you can't, you can't oh, do man. the outro over like this. Mate, it's been right. over an hour. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I've got bed soon. Um. Anyway, thank you very oh, much. It's half six. It's quarter to ten. You fucking dosser. Um. Thank you, Sam, for joining us. Have you enjoyed your time? Always, mate. Grant Lee's back. Yeah, it's been good. It's been good. How how have you enjoyed it, Liam? Yeah, it's fantastic, man. I hope you'll be off to shave that awful hairy caterpillar off. Nah, mate, it's a little clip tingler on the go here. It's fucking... Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. No. That's, the, that's the episode title sorted. The clip tingler. Absolutely not. I can't believe you said that with your girlfriend sat next to you. That is absolutely unbelievable. I can't. I fucking hope she loves you one tonight. I really do. Um. Anyway, that's fucking hell. That was, that was just so out of nowhere. Oh, Danielle's mum listens to this. Hi, love. Oh god. Anyway, Hi, right. Danielle. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stop it. I'm gonna. Hey, stop it. Any, for anything else that really just comes out here. Um. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening. We appreciate your support. Obviously. You know, monthly monthly thing now, but I hope the content's better. I think we have more to talk about, and it's you know, it's it can be a bit more substantial and a bit more interesting. I hope anyway. I hope that's that's a desired impact. And if it's not, then I don't care because, like I said, I don't make any money, so don't care. Um, it goes to but, but I appreciate you listening. We'll be back. We'll probably do maybe do two episodes next month. I reckon we'll do a December normal December one, and then we'll do. I want to do an end of year one again because I was listening yeah. back to our own end of year episode because I like listening to my own voice in my spare time and I just it was just a good episode like it was, it was a lot I know I good. love I love good yeah, yeah end of year should we get can we do the piss again yeah of course we'll get on the piss Christmas it's a constant oh. piss um, oh should we do Secret Santa no ah. three of us yeah <laughs> it's just trying <laughs> <laughs> just get all the get all the guests that we've ever had on involved um, right anyway so yeah, we'll be back for that. Stay tuned for that in December. Like I say, appreciate all your support. Appreciate the likes, the listens, the comments that we don't get and the messages that we also don't get telling us to come back. Um, but thank you very much anyway. Um, like I say, we'll be back again next month for a good episode. Episode number 69. We grow up. You're 21. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening. We'll speak to you again soon. Take care. Adios. There you go.